Amigos Lost Damas podcast with Damien Sheenan, Declan McCormick, and Eileen Ring. Two lads, one lady. This is the Other Three Amigos podcast, Lost Damas. Your latest episode of the Other Three Amigos podcast is here, all things Cork City FC Women's. On this week's pod, Saoirse Noonan is our secret friend. Don't tell anybody. Decton loves the FAI Cup draw format. Public enemy number one, Ruth Crawford. Players out and about, Eileen meets Dermot Usher. And a bit of a chat. Damien stuns all with his amazing ability to put an age on the Bowers players to give Decky his average age stat that doesn't go as bad as they think. Kira Senna, the youngest ever Cork City FC. Goal scorer. The All-Island Cup. Is it a waste of time? And so much more. A big welcome. A big welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You. It is another episode of the Other Three Amigos podcast. Last Damas dedicated to the one, the only Cork City FC women's team. Right. I would say good evening to you, Declan McCormack. Mr. Shreenan, how are you, sir? I am great. I am great. Such fun had on the men's pod. I hope this is equally as fun. Um, fun for me and Wayne and Dan, not so much fun for you, but anyway. Um, That's always the It's way. a bit like this one goes as well. Hello, Eileen Wayne. Good evening, how are you? And uh, it's time to get on with this pod. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Come on, get down, deck the corner. Hold to feet. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Extended episode. Uh, Okay, again, the Underage Academy, no fixtures this weekend. However, um, there was a few bits and pieces hanging on. There was a few went to the Gainer Cup. Um, I think Cashel had a couple in that who may have been playing. Had they been playing with us? There was was congratulations floating about all weekend, uh, all week, uh, for for teams heading to the... I think the the school girls went to the Gainer Cup. Some teams. Am I right, Eileen? You didn't see that? No? Yeah, they, I think they were just congratulating clubs because and the Cork League because obviously those players would be too young for National League yet. But I presume it was just some clever tweeting of clubs like Cashel so that they send those players down to Cork City and not Wexford oh. in the coming years. <laughs> the World Cup preliminary kind of training camp was announced this week and um, Denise O'Sullivan, Cork representative, um, Megan Connolly, Cork representative and Saoirse Noonan was included in this one as well. Um I know I was delighted to see Sarah included in this. Uh, she's got a couple of weeks to, you know, to try and um, get herself cemented in that one. Uh, we, we were we were happy to see this, Declan. Of course. E- even though that, I but... know, I <laughs> yeah, know we gave you know, Sarah a bit of stick last year, but look. Sworn, en- sworn enemy of the pod in public, privately, she would be a bit <laughs> crack with her like so. Um, but, so no, look, everybody's delighted that she got it. Because to be honest, I think there was some you know, you couldn't be a hundred percent sure that she was going to make that 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 squad. So she has, and as you said, no, she has a chance to go in and prove herself and and make herself impossible to leave out of the World Cup squad. And and we hope that's the way it goes for her. Yeah, we're 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 all behind you. Um, but like you know, and again, this is probably the only thing we'll ever say something nice about Sarah until you resign for Cork City. Okay, so, but you know, like, like really reverent. So, but don't ever give that up. The FAI Cup was drawn. Terran United away. 
Shells were giving a were given a buy. Declan. I'm seeing Decky. Ah A G G H H H H H. Just let me just get that one. Ah Go ahead. Well look, we, no, we did all this. I did this twelve months ago when two teams were given a buy. Like like there's like it's just ridiculous carry on like oh we give them a buy because they're holders no we won't but 16 as i said last year put 16 balls into the draw make one ball a buy and everybody has the same opportunity then to get a buy and then it's a fair cup shelburne now have to win three games to win the win the fai cup everybody else has to win four they have a massive head start massive head start and i just completely and utterly disagree with it but the 16 teams but the 16 balls in, 15 teams, and one ball is a buy. And if it happens to be Terenior, draw that buy ball. They, they, they sound like oh, they think they have sorry. a buy anyway, so it this, hardly matters. There, like, but 16 but, teams, why why give anyone a buy? Am I missing something here? No, there's 15 teams. There was 15 teams. Oh, sorry. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so with yeah. the 16 teams so. in, whichever one doesn't come out gets a buy. <laughs> Yeah, or, you know, you put in 16 balls, like 15 teams and one buy ball, like, and that's, that's the way I would have done it. But I said that 12 months ago, and obviously the FAI don't listen to, well, they do listen to the pod, but they don't listen to anything constructive that we say. So um, they went about it their own way, and my nose is out of joint about it now, to be honest with you. So, so the holders, who are one of the strongest teams in Ireland, have only, have only have to play one less game than everyone else, basically. Yeah. It's a bit Irish-like, isn't it? I thought so. Eileen. Yeah. No, go on, go on, go on. I was just going to say, I'd like to hear from Eileen and the whole thing because the audience are eagerly awaiting her dulcet tones and we're what? Nearly six minutes in and they haven't heard from her yet, like, so. I look, I agree with Decky. I suppose the difference with me is I'm used to the FAI Cup draw and the women's like this. That's... For a while, it was the top four teams got to buy. Then it was the top two teams. Then it was cup finalists. Then it was the cup winners. It does seem to change every year. But look, Decky's right. And I suppose in the interest of fairness, you probably just, if there's an uneven number of teams in there, just put a, Decky said, a buy ball in there. And then, I mean, it's fair game for everyone because look, credit to Shelburne. Obviously, I was a huge fan of them. I can say, like, wasn't it great that they won the cup last year? But that was last year. It's a new season now. And I think I said in the interest of fairness and the integrity of the competition, I think, just throw every team in and whoever's lucky enough to get out, so be it. That's the luck of a draw, but straight away you are given a team an advantage and it's just one team, which is, um, as I said, it went from being top four teams to then there was a prelim- preliminary round and I can probably understand maybe something like that, a prelim round more than just giving a team, one team a buy. But look, it's said it's the FAI and the enjoy winding Decky up I think more than anything else to be honest I don't even think it's incompetence I just think they like winding Decky up <laughs> they are just out to get you Declan you know that you know they, they, that whole thing was done just to annoy that guy on the podcast I, the FBI yeah, just, that's all I, I think yeah yeah I, I can yeah. believe it I can believe it um, tearing your away in the FAI Cup Island should we be worried Look, there's no easy draw because ultimately the four non-National League teams that are there are there because they've qualified to get there. But I mean, I think especially in maybe the last two or three seasons, we've seen a really big gap between the National League and and the non-National League sides, the regional sides or whatever they want to be called. 
last year, I think Whitehall won the Intermediate Cup and I saw them in Turners Cross in the final and they were a brilliant, brilliant side full of a lot of ex-National League players. They were destroyed by Athlone in the Cup. Like, so like, we are favourites going up there. We have to be favourites because I think National League sides are favourites. But like, if you're Danny Murphy and if you're Cork City, you, there's only one bit of no motivation you need to see and that's uh, Ruth Comerford's reaction to, to draw in Cork City because... I'm a little bit surprised by her because very experienced player herself. And even if she was quite happy to draw City, I was just surprised to see somebody that experienced give it away like that. And it's always a little bit disrespectful to us. I, I felt, um, and I said, if she wants to behave like that in private and to her team privately, but to do it publicly was absolutely daft stuff, to be honest. Is she now public enemy number one to the club after that? No, because I don't think we no, should care enough it up. about let's, it. Like. No, let's, let's make her. Let's make her. How <laughs> dare she disrespect it? There you go. Ruth Commodore, Terranor United manager. The, the game, the, the game Public is enemy number about one. Two months, about two months. It doesn't matter. So you might that means we can build it up. We can literally build it up and we can just, we can build, yeah, we just build it up. Let's make the cover of the pot a picture of Ruth like a like an X going through or something like that. Let's do it. Um... Um, one thing we should say is like as a draw it's the one tie that the whole country is going to be looking at going that's that's going to be the upset that's where the upset will be you know it should be easy to keep our head in the game and and to realize now i know the game is as i said the bunch of two months away yet but it should be easy to keep ourselves motivated and realize that the whole country by the time this cup game comes around is going to be sitting there waiting for terra to beat us you know and we can go up there and make a very important point and make it very well. I yeah. mean, as Eileen said, last we, we, we beat we beat a non league team very, very comfortably in the first round last year. And there's absolutely no reason why we couldn't do the same to Terranior this time around. Wouldn't a nice cup run be lovely, wouldn't it? Of course. Absolutely. Be great, wouldn't it? And that's you that's know. where I make the, the fairness of the cup. It's an open draw. I mean, we could we could beat Terranior and, and we could say off. draw No, but just draw a treaty in the next round and all of a sudden, you know, you've a fair chance with treaty, or you, you draw another non league club who've who've caused an upset and all of a sudden you've a very good shot, you're in a semi final, or you've a chance of a semi final and your whole season changes. But Shelburne were the only ones given that advantage. We could have drawn the bye ball and been been in the quarterfinals and you know what I mean? It's 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 just about fairness. Would we everything. have beaten by in our current run of form? <laughs> <though>? <laughs> Think about it, Dick. You know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, fair um, point. Fair point. The club this week announced the player of the month. This is a new thing that they're doing. So the under seventeen young player of the month was Zoe Finnerty. The under-19 young player of the month was Maeve O'Leary and the senior player of the month was Jesse Mendes. Uh, and I think that's well-deserved. Do you think? I think that's well-deserved. She, yeah. She had, a, she, had a, she had a good month, didn't she? She had a good month. Uh, she was also out and about. Uh, so the clubs decided to start, amazingly, they started sending players out to the sponsors, which is something that seems to be missing for a while. Uh, so um, Lauren Walsh, Jesse Mendes and her friend, Alex Mendes, um, we're out there with under-17 captain Siobhan DC helping out for a charity event uh, for the Irish Heart Foundation at the South Link Service Station. Our girls are always giving back and a credit to the club and their sponsors. Uh, so Lauren Walsh is sponsored by the South Link Service Station. Alex Mendes and her 
her friend with the same name, Jesse, now sponsored by Audiobox. And uh, Jesse is also sponsored by the Corner Flag, uh, which was nice to see them out and about. It really, really was. Eileen, you had a meeting yes. this week, did you? I did. Um, Mr. Osher wasn't too happy with my comment a couple of weeks ago saying he didn't give a shit about the women's side. So um, he wanted to meet me to just let me know, I suppose, what he where he sees the women's side going and I suppose get my point of view and things and stuff like that. So I, I met him on Thursday. He felt I, I was being a bit disingenuous and look, it's not the worst thing I've ever been called in my life and I'm sure it'd be called an awful lot worse in private as well, but sure. <laughs> No, look, obviously he was just saying that he feels that that was a really unfair comment by me, that he has invested a lot of money that to run the women's side of the club costs an awful lot of money and and that's been put in. Um, When I just brought up about would we be paying players' expenses um, or would it be a case of maybe in the transfer window that there are players maybe available, could they come in and be paid a wage? But he just feels that at the moment we're we're not there and to just give him time because obviously he's new new enough to the club still and he's finding his feet and the women's side, it's not that he doesn't care about it or anything like that. And as I said, he is he feels he is investing that they get um like top class nutrition, strength and conditioning, things like that, that everything he feels is in place. So to just give it a bit of time and um have a bit of patience and that they have kind of a plan in place with Danny and so look, I, I said, I, I'll have a small bit of patience, but not that much. Do you think there's a position there for someone to come into the club and actually take over the commercial side, the finance side of the women's side of it? Yeah, and I, I think there should be um, because right now at the moment it doesn't seem to be working. But um, I think that's something you've said, Damien, for years that we should have kind of somebody. And look, to be fair, you could even see it with social media at the moment. Like we've pulled, they pulled the girls' academy out from the full academy pages now, just in Cork City Women's. So, like, yeah, because I think there probably are opportunities, even sponsorship wise and stuff like that, especially post World Cup, and if it's marketed right. But at the moment, like, I suppose there's an awful lot, like it's the joint spur- front to shirt sponsor and things like that. Is that maybe, yeah, is that maybe the wisest thing to do? I I don't know. Look, as and I said to him, and I'll say on here. I'm not a business person and it's not my money that's been put into the football club. It's it's his football club. Um, I'm just a supporter of it. But yeah, look, as I said, I, it was fair play to him for meeting me like because I'm kind of loud and abrasive and fairly bullheaded at times. But um, Did you go with your gun? I didn't. I don't have a gun. Okay. Only, only a little water one. <laughs> um, <laughs> imagine if I went in with a water gun. So yeah, look, as I said, disingenuous. It's not the worst thing I've ever been called, but sure look. We we motor on and I, I will be patient, but I would like to think that if the league keeps kicking on and, and I stand by my point that I think we are being left behind by not even bringing in one or two experienced girls and, and paying a wage there because I think we have a really young side and I said to him and something I say on this, like it's not very often you kind of get a, a, a golden generation essentially and I think Cork City, we kind of have that at the moment. We have like five or six excellent prospects coming through together but they're they're kids and they need that bit of experience around them and unfortunately I said the owner at the moment feels that he's not in the position to pay wages um for for, for female players and I said that that's his choice to make and I, I can see his point in at that as well but it's just something I, I just hate to see us let, being left behind or maybe these players having to move on to push themselves forward because 
I think it's it's hard for them. You could see at the moment it's really, really hard for the players, I think. Yeah, and you're right. Golden, golden generation coming through. We need to make sure we keep it and, and, and drive it. Declan, hello? Just on the whole thing, like, it's... There's a cost to running the club, okay? And this is my viewpoint on it. And, and like, there's a cost to running the club. And that's more or less the same cost as Forrest bore last year and the year before in terms of running the women's side of the club. How much more is it costing to run the women's side of the club this year than it was last year? And that figure is your investment figure. Not say, I don't know how, say, let's take a figure of 100,000 for argument's sake, right? It costs 100,000 to run the club. If it cost Forrest 80000 to run the women's club last year, then to me the investment figure is 20000 It's not 100000 There's There's a basic cost I, I, at every club. There's a I, basic I don't cost think... at every club, every club in Coors. You know, ours is bigger because of our location. We have to travel to Dublin more often. We have to do all those things. I understand that. But, but can I just say something, Dick? I yeah, don't think there's any difference in the cost of running the women's club this year as there was last year. Same journeys, same yeah, training. Less journeys. Less, less, less journeys, you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah there's less journeys this year. This year. I believe, I, I would think that it's not as much as what, or it, it were possibly the same as what Forrest were, were, were paying. Yeah, so, like, and that's not anti-Dermot Usher or anything else like it's just the reality of the situation and you see other clubs pushing on like P-Mount are six points clear at the top of the league they beat Shamrock Rovers on Saturday they have no men's like there's a P-Mount men's side but they have no men's national league team um, attached to them at all they're paying players they're 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 doing things the right way and they're doing it from a far smaller base than than what the clubs attached to men's national league clubs are doing are you know and it's like fair play to Piedmont they went into Tal on Saturday they won the national league Twitter account on Sunday ignored the fact that Piedmont had won and started banging <laughs> on about Shamrock Rovers twelve game on beat which was the cringiest thing I've ever seen I mean it was just and you not, let them like, know didn't you oh yeah it's like, game changers it's, it's, like, it's 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 nonsense like game changers yeah like let's like. Look at Shamrock Rovers. Now, I, I, I understand I'm going to use Shamrock Rovers as an example. Are Shamrock Rovers getting value for the money they've paid players this year? I would argue no, not at all. And of course, that is the danger. And that's the danger that that, that would face Dermot Usher. And that if you start paying wages and you start paying expenses, you start to, you have to get value for money for it. And that's, that goes across all sides. That goes across the men's club as well. And that's where the danger the danger is but we have to be brave and we have to we have to start doing something to to rise us up a level and like we like Eileen talks about a golden generation you see on Saturday it's Kira Senna 15 years of age playing a ball into Fianna Bradley 16 years of age now Katie Lovely pulls down Bradley and it's a free kick and Senna then scores from the free kick but like Hannah Healy's gone into the Shelburne side at 15. There's no expectation on Hannah Healy. She scored twice. Brilliant, brilliant player. But she can go in there and she's surrounded by, by these players who are monsters in the in the game, in this country. Just we're monsters, actually, is fine. <laughs> we're looking at Kira Sen and Fianna Bradley. At, at, they're both 16 now. 
And we're looking at the two of them going, kind of, please save us. Please do something special. Nobody's looking at Hannah Healy in that light. They're just going, go out and play your football. You be you because we'll handle all the rest of it. We'll protect you. We'll do that. We don't have the players to do that, not the level of experience. Like we talk about Kira Mack, like she's some sort of grandmother around in a Zimmer frame who's just minding this this horde of kids. Like Mack's only 26. <laughs> she's only 26. Like people forget that. Like we talk about DB, DB's 23. It's not like they're dripping in experience, you know? It's just, it's, and for me, the situation is, it's, it's very frustrating and it's very, I wouldn't say annoying because it's not annoying, but you have a situation, for example, where there's two players who were in college in Cork, have now moved out of their college accommodation. So they're traveling up and down the country now to try and train in Cork. The club couldn't pay for accommodation for them for the summer to carry them over to keep them in Cork to... You know, there is small little bits and pieces like that where you could, I would expect the club to step up and they haven't. No, to be fair to them, on the other hand, we are staying overnight in Belfast for the for the the Glentoran game in the in the All Ireland Cup. Sorry, we're not maybe not staying in Belfast, but we're staying overnight. That's brilliant. It's it's fantastic. It's what we wanted to see. So fair play to in them the for bus. that, you know. And and of course, yeah, sleeping in the bus. No, 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 no. Um <laughs> and like there is a cost to that and we have to acknowledge that. But it's just, we risk losing the golden generation because we expect too much of them. We can't just say to them, just go out and play your football and we'll look after you because everybody else around them is also 17, 18, 19. As I said, Mac is 26 and she's treated like some kind of grandmother. Like it's, 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 it's just, it's not, Mm. it's not what it should be. Mm. It's not the way it should be. And we could fix it, but. There doesn't seem to be desire to not this year anyway. So we're not going to bring any yeah, players in, in, the, I, in the window who are who who will cost us anything, you know. And like I, I understand the reluctance in suddenly paying, going from not paying anyone to suddenly paying everyone. And that's not I don't think we've ever suggested that in this podcast. I, I think that's where we'd like the club to get to because I think I don't think a player should ever be able to pocket playing National League, but it's just maybe one or two players coming in because I like I've been the first to say I, I don't think like this league running semi-professionally or every pay, player being paid is, is sustainable long term. But I do think little little investments of cash in one or two players um, in whatever that looks like obviously could make a huge difference. As I said, I think we're as a league, I think the league has probably when we've spoke about this, I think the league has suddenly bent over to just suit Shamrock Rovers. So we've probably been left somewhere where we weren't expecting to be at the start of the season because this wasn't really foreseen. They probably thought this might be next year. But look, it was it has moved and I think we have to kind of move with it um as best we can. But instead if the owner deems that he needs to I suppose continue to kind of get the lay of the land and see where the club is going and the women's club is going. And hopefully, look, we might see a little bit of experience added in next season and Look, you never know what will happen in, in the coming weeks as well with who, who may or may not come in. Look, they probably will be younger players, but they, they might be um, able to strengthen the squad still. And my thing as well is, if you get some players in and we start winning some games, crowds will increase. You know, that, that's that's football. You know what I mean? If you, if you get, there's a bit of few players, you know, a few bob players. And we start winning some matches. You can see a bit more into, uh, people coming into the ground. That means more gate revenue, more revenue. And, and you know, it's kind of, but the, the groundwork has to be done first. And that's the thing. You know, it's, it's, 
Look, we could talk about it uh, all night, and we we probably have done all season, and we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we we we, we don't know. That's that's that, that's it. Ballas, ballas, ballas. We played on Saturday. Now, Declan, you were trying to get the average age of the squad of bows. Um, now I've got this I amazing was topic. because I, I was because I was. Uh, it's just me and my the way my head works, like. And, My mastermind specialist is guessing the age of women just by looking at their picture. So I can oh give you God. the age age of every Bowes player, right? You call out their name. Oh I'll tell you God. what age they are. You can write it down and then you can put the average ages together, okay? So I'm just getting If up, I know uh, them, I'm going to say if you should go up or down. No, no, no. Listen. What'd you hear? Now hear the music. One second. That's master my music. I'd like, like to apologise in advance to all the women be upset here. <laughs> oh, so I, I want nothing at all to do with this. I don't even want to call it. This is, like. it's a special thing I had. Like, it's, 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 it's a... Like if I was doing, if I was going to mastermind, this would be my special subject. Okay. Okay, so can you I need to get the say, average age I, of the okay, team. Okay, just, okay. just, just before we start, can I just say, as this will obviously be the last, last Amos pod in history... <laughs> Um, can I can I just say that I went looking. I wanted to compare the, the ages of the two teams who finished the game, not the two teams who started the game. Bows for all their equality and all their all the wonderful stuff they do in the community. You go onto their website and they have no profiles of their women's seniors team. No, if you go onto the men's section, there's full profiles with pictures and dates of births and all the everything else. There's nothing there for their women's team, which I have to say, absolutely shocked me. It absolutely shocked me. Um, and look, I won't even get into their not being squad lists and details on the League of Ireland website. That website's a disgrace. Halfway through the season, they still don't have a security certificate on it. Like, my good God. Okay, do I really don't want to do okay. it. I really give, don't want to do this, you, but he's he's after sharing his screen. Now where he has he has pictures of all the Bows players. So yeah, um, fair play to Final Whistle Dolly. Actually, it's uh, it's it's probably the, the best no website that's around for it. Okay, okay, give me a name and I'll give you your age, and you write it down. You get the average age. R. Kelly, twenty-two. Right, turn up. Write write it down. Twenty-two. Lynn Craven. 25. 25. 25. 25. Our old friend Lisa Murphy. 40. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I would say 29. 29. I don't think you're very good at this game, but anyway... Um, go back up there now. I'll just put on the music in the background. Actually, yeah, go. Just give me a name. Just give me a name. I'll tell him. Kira Maher. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Donnelly, I know because they did have her age online. Well, don't tell. Um, don't tell so me, and I'll tell you. Okay. Twenty-two. No, you need to go up. I've been directing him the last while and he hasn't looked at oh, my sorry, he's direction. Not, I can see that. I can see what that. What age is she? Um, 24. Tw- 24, yeah. yeah uh, see, I Kira Bates-Crosby. Oh. Kira Bates. 
She's only your one attack. She's moved 19. Mia Dodd. Mia Dodd. 23. 22. Why are you setting on 22? 22. I can't believe we're doing this. Sarah Rowe, I know, because the the her date of birth was also on extra time. Uh, Sarah Rowe, 28. No, she's 27. A tiny bit out. He's got nothing. He's yeah. decent enough at this game. Thank you, Aileen. Thank you very much. You thought I was going to be horrible here, didn't she? I did, genuinely. Come on, Deck. We do this every week now. Who's no, next? Who's next? Lovely. Katie Lovely. I have a picture of her. She's, oh, she's, she's up to top machines, defenders. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's only 19. 20. Then there was the two substitutes. I can see one of them doesn't have a picture in Anna Hagerty. Who's that? Anna Hagerty. Anna Hagerty. Judging by her name, Anna Hagerty. Anna Hagerty. She's uh, Anna Hagerty. She works in a nursing home. Um, she could be someone who actually. She's uh, she's she's nineteen. Just looking at that little 19. picture over there. Okay, and Eve. I would say Eve for Robinson. Yeah, Eve is twenty-five. Okay, well, that's jersey. The lot. She's wearing is two years old, so you know, I'm kind of she's. Is that it? Oh, so, yeah. what's the average age of the ball squad? That's. Uh, I'd tell. I'd have to. I have to get up my calculator now and add it all up. Talk amongst yourselves there for a minute. Uh, Eileen, you I thought it was going to be horrible, didn't she? I I thought I genuinely was fearful that you were going to insult a lot of people, but I don't think you insulted anybody. I don't think I did. Apart no. from maybe I, Lisa I, Murphy, who if she was Ah, listen, like, I think myself and Lisa at this stage. No, we, are you your pals now, aren't you? I, I would like to. I would like to meet Lisa and just have a crack. But I, uh, I do know that she doesn't work in a chipper. Who told she, you this? She, she works in the butchers. I would be like, she, she doesn't work in a yeah. <laughs> She works in the butchers. <laughs> I hope it was a Cork City fan, not a Bulls fan. I can't tell you who it was. I have a source. Sources. I have sources, but yeah, I was thinking of myself and Lisa. You know, I think. I'd say she she's a will better beat crack, the so shit out of me. I'd I say, hope so. Yeah. yeah, she will. So, uh, Declan, what's the average age of the ball squad? Twenty-three. There you go. There you go. That's, that's, that's completely true. Now. Yeah, I would have thought no, but to be fair, I like I do think a lot of those girls are like in in their early twenties and mid to late twenties. Like they're not; they definitely are an older side than us. I know what I've just said is is completely true. Okay? No, but I'm not. If yeah, I'm not basing it on their picture, just how long they're on the league and stuff like that. I can just look at a picture. It's, it's, it's my right, it's not as talented as you are. It's, I've got the music and all for like special subject. Judging women. Not ju- <laughs> judging women. No, no. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> yeah, you to be fair, yeah. Judging by the WhatsApp groups, you are a master yeah, at that, all right. There's, um, no, yeah. sorry, it's being able to tell the age of a woman. I can't That's, believe we managed to last a year before we got cancelled. Uh, no, it's yeah. fine. Uh, right, the the result. Let's go back to the game. So the Nadine C word came in um, for whatever first starts in, in, in a while. Uh, it went terribly wrong very, very fast. And after 30 minutes, Pryor got a goal. 42nd minute, Maher with the second one. Kelly Lee came on for Neve Cotter. Uh, a couple of changes, Robinson came on for Pryor. Uh, Lauren Walsh came on for Nadine Seward in the 71st minute. Kira Senna came on for Avian Donnelly on the 71st minute with a double sub as well. Uh, and on the 91st minute, uh, 15-year-old Kira Senna uh, got her first senior goal for the club. Uh, low 
a low, a low shot, a low free kick, uh, which went kind of through the gap in the wall and uh, into the bottom corner. And massive well done. I praised her to death on the news on, on Sunday. I was delighted. It was great. And I made sure everyone knew there was a 15-year-old. I know she was 16 the following day, but you, know, you couldn't say 15-year-old who's 16 tomorrow. It just wouldn't have worked. Guys, I didn't, did this go better than what you thought? No, because we just keep giving up silly, silly goals. Like, I know, and like, we talk about preventable goals and look, technically every goal is preventable. But it's just little lapses in concentration. It's just silly errors, individual errors. And again, we, we've coughed up goals and you could see that we struggle to score. So like we're giving teams opportunities that just really make it so much more difficult for ourselves. Um, and again, we created an awful lot like we, we did. I thought Rachel Kelly was very good in goal for them, but we gave up so many chances. I believe like, I can fly. Apart from... Like their two goals, like I thought Abby had a brilliant game again for us in goal. She made some really, really good saves. But yeah, it's just this constant kind of masters of our own our own downfall, really, isn't it? And I don't know what can be done there because it's just got to be soul destroying, even from a player's point of view, like because it's just and it's not because it's not always one player. It's, it's has to be shared around and is it just concentration like but we're matching teams. We're creating chances, but it's just we're giving up way too, way, way too many opportunities. And again, like brilliant to see Kira coming on. And I thought the adjustment she'd made from the week before to now in terms of just realizing she had that little bit less time in the ball. And I was fascinated just how quick she, that's a, an adjustment that she can make in a week with coaching just by even playing a couple of minutes the week before and knowing that the game is fast, you have to move the ball quicker. She was like a different player even from the week before, aside from her goal. So like it's really exciting to see where how she can develop as a player. Fianna again, she was really good, but she was very isolated at times, very very isolated. I think Ellie was a loss from that starting eleven because I think she's probably been um, up there with kind of closer to Fianna at times. But when we were under a bit of pressure, like Fianna is the outlet there, but she was just nearly too isolated um, and physicality wise, they had two or three players in and her, and she's excellent, but. To be fair, to was Lisa like, one of them? Lisa was one of them. Sure, yeah. Like to be fair, to be fair to her, there's only so much she could do, and like she's brilliant. The ball sticks to her boot like glue. Like once it gets up there first, but like, and you could see her. She's trying to hold it up, and she's waiting for players, and she's waiting for players. But there's no player in the world can kind of do that time, time and time again. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's said it's the same old story. It's been a, it's look, it's been a nightmare. Let's call it say it's been it's been terrible. Um, first what two-thirds of a season not two-thirds I don't know where you are with fractions but over half anyway when there is positives like it's just said the same kind of errors over and over again and our stats man there and I'm telling you now there is football clubs everywhere are missing out by not having Declan McCormick in their backroom team because (laughs) his ability to analyze (laughs) the game is frightening it genuinely is like I'm a bluffer and I just call things as simply as I see them but that man's ability to analyze the game is it's a, I've worked with some really high level coaches and I've never seen anybody able to analyze it to what he'd be sending screenshots and I'm sure we all just ignore ah, stop them. Like. the screenshots. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go again. I'm a statsman. Yeah, but he's not just a statsman. He's now an analyst because we were getting screenshots of, of screen grabs from the game with like red marks and arrows and like, you know, 
that was me. I'd be like little smiley faces and love hearts and like, you know, like pictures of cocks and stuff like yes, that. Like say, yeah. out. But no, this guy sends <laughs> sends through serious stuff. Declan, we're all, the floor is yours. No, the game wants to crack. What can we do? You know, could we have done better? Who's at fault? Genuinely, like, Keep, like, what can we yours. do? What can we do? I genuinely don't know is the honest answer. I mean, yes, defensively, we structurally, we can we can be much better. And uh, people talk defensively, and you always think it's the back four, the back five, or whatever way you're playing. But actually, I think our midfield needs to be much better defensively than what they are. I mean, the first goal is a is a poor goal from our point of view, but like, and Jesse's going to be the one who gets signaled out because it's her error. But there's there's three errors before it gets to Jesse's error. You know that kind of a way, and one error compounds the first error, then is compounded by the second error, which is compounded by the third error. So like Jesse probably feels like shit, and you know I gave away the first goal. You didn't really. You know, there was there was a number of errors that led to the first goal, and it's about cutting out those errors at 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 the most basic level. The second goal is just a shit show. I mean, it is literally a shit show from start to finish. And like, <laughs> I'm not going to call out individual players, but like, it's really really poor goal to give away. And people will look at it and say, "Oh, the volley!" And Alex makes a great save from the volley she does. But as that ball bounces back into play. Across the box, there's four Bose players completely unmarked. It can, no matter where the ball falls in the box, there's going to be a Bose player there to smash it in. And that's the thing. And we have midfielders walking back outside the box who maybe would have had an opportunity to get themselves in into the into the box and, and put their body between themselves and the put their bodies between the ball and the goal and the rest of it. It's just, I think we get a little bit like deer in the headlights at times in terms of, oh no, what's happening? And kind of, oh, and we stop and we watch instead of actually doing what we need to do and getting ourselves in position and things like that. And first half was 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 poor. And as I said, that second goal was to me one of the worst goals we've given away this season because of the number of bodies we have in the box the the positioning of the players of those players in the box i mean at the very start of that goal when you when you stop the thing there's it's three on three in the box with a with a fourth boars player completely unmarked hanging around the edge that fourth player boars player goes into the box and we end up with a four on three for bows in our box and the three players who are in the box all get dragged towards the ball. And when Abby makes the save, any of those four player, those four Bows players are just standing there. No matter where the ball falls in the box, it's going to end up at the feet of a Bows player and with an opportunity to smash it in. And that's exactly what happened. And it's as I said, it's really, really poor, but we we have to learn from it. And I keep saying that these are young players. Like if these were all 26-year-olds like Kira Mack. I would be out here calling out names, saying this is an absolute ridiculous situation to find ourselves in and to see it happen. But they're not, and they're young players, and I'm not going, I'm, I've no intention of doing that, you know? But you have to learn. We have to learn. And, like, I presume, if I can see it, then I presume Danny and James and their analysis team can see it as well, you know? And 
It just has to be improved on. It has to be improved on. No matter how young we are, no matter how inexperienced we are, there are certain things you can do in a game. And I think one of the one of the things we're really missing is a couple of players with the ability or the experience. And I think you can have it both ways. It's a natural ability or it's something that you learn to read are players who read the game, who kind of know what's going to happen three or five seconds before it actually does and could put them in a set, put themselves in a position saying, okay, she's going to knock that out and she's going to cross and it's going to come into this. So I'm going to go into this area now and I'm going to defend that cross. Whereas we seem to be, the ball gets knocked out and the cross comes in and we're going, oh, that's where the cross is going. That's where the cross ended up. I'm going to react to that now. We don't preempt what's going to happen. And as I said, that's, a lot of that is expensive. I'm going to be talking about experience for the rest of the season, but a lot of that is experience and learning the game and realizing what's going to happen before it actually happens. And I think we're desperately missing a couple of players like that. And even like Jesse's, this is Jesse's third season, isn't You know, playing senior football, like she's still only 20. None of these girls have even hit 21 yet. And I know they mature. I know women mature quicker than men and all that, but you still. You still have what? to learn the game. You still have to. Who said that? No one. It's 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 um. I, I keep saying it's unfair. I I I can't get away from the thought that what young girls are being asked to do is is unfair on them at the moment. And I'll never I'll never budge from that from that viewpoint. Second half was better. We got ourselves more in the game. But even the goal, it's it's fifteen year old Kira Senna playing a pass to sixteen year old Fianna Bradley, and Fianna like Fianna makes a brilliant run. She makes a run, and I guess because they played youth football together, Kira Senna knows where the run she's going to make, and that is the huge advantage of 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 the girls coming up together. So Kira plays a brilliant ball, Fianna's onto it, and to be fair, it's a it's a it's an excellent yellow card to take from the Bose player who just happened to be Kira Lovely. But it's it's a good yellow card to take. You Not take so Bradley down there, you, you give up the yellow card. No, as it happens, Kira scored from the free kick, but that won't happen very often, you know. So we had chances. Like like Dring probably could have scored. Kira Senna has another chance right at the death. It's it's a very, very difficult, extremely difficult chance. But if you're having a bit of luck, that can go in the back of the cat. Feed your cat, Decky, uh, like. Where is she? No, I don't, can't even see where she is, no. Stupid bitch of a cat, like. She's 14 and she just pops up around <laughs> random places, like, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I lost my train of thought completely, you know. Oh, yeah, just on the oh, free no. kick. Yeah, just on the, finally on the free kick. You can see the keeper because they're fully expecting Eva Mangan to take it with her right foot, which... Ordinarily, he's going to go left side, and you can see as as the the run ups happen, the keeper cheats left. She takes a step left, so Kira Senna catches her then by taking it with her left foot foot and going right, and the keeper can't go back. But the point is, when you have two options on free kicks now with Eva on her right foot and Kira right on her yeah. left foot, yeah, absolutely. Right. Keepers can't cheat anymore because they they can't be certain who's going to take it. So mm, that will then. Yeah in turn, open up opportunities for Eva to actually take them and bury them in, you know, top left-hand corner, bottom, whatever she wants to do. So that option as well does give us, just give us other options from, from dead balls now as well, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Look, and well done, Kirsten, for getting our uh, first uh, senior goal. Yes. Just on that, we should say she is the youngest player ever to score for the club in senior league. Is your cat having babies? <laughs> Just two seconds there. <laughs> Can't believe right. he just threw the cat out like that. He didn't throw out. I'm only joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he kicked the cat up the hole. All right, she's actually I didn't kick her. I did not kick her. She's outside the door looking to come in because she wants to go. She wants to crawl up here and sleep. She got the office. Like. Um, uh, so, yeah. This Saturday in Fermoy, it is the Avenir Sports All Island Cup campaign kicks off. Um, it's Delure Waves in Fermoy. Kickoff is five o'clock. So it's in Fermoy, it's in Fermoy, it's in Fermoy. The reason for this is due to the fact that Turner's Cross is having its pitch relayed. Okay, it's not a conspiracy, nothing like that. Um, these games were not supposed to be going on. Uh, so, to, you know, they, they had planned to have the pitch relayed uh, in Turner's Cross. Uh, a bit of work going on there. So it, it's not it's not available. It's, that, that's what it is. There will be a stream. Eileen has asked the question. There will be a stream, though, which is, which is nice. Um, Declan, the fact that it's around the corner from me, I presume you'll be there. Um, but, uh, yes, I would be I'm working until six anyway. and I won't make it for my I'm working at six. I could I could get to for my and you know, I get there by half of six, maybe quarter to seven, but we'll be over. So uh, um right, um I don't want to dwell on this too much because we only had Dillor Waves recently. Um but is there much point in this, Declan? What do you mean is there much point in the competition itself? I mean, come on, it? for Christ's sake, like, yeah, just a waste of time, like, isn't it? I think, no, I think it is. I think any competition is, has value. I mean, Gary City pulling out last week to be replaced by Sion Swifts or however you pronounce it, like, that's a bit Irish. Um, well, look. But it's pointless. These players, so a lot of these players had holidays booked. Managers may have holidays booked. Things were planned around these whole times. And suddenly they come in with no prize money for something that's just going to cost you money. It's pointless. Sorry, I think it's absolutely stupid. No, I disagree because any any like clubs who do have to, I, don't know, I presume we were, were going to suffer as well. We may have one or two players away at different times. I mean, we had players away on holiday last Saturday for the Bowes game. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. I do not know why there was games last Saturday when the leave insert is on. When they were taking the break, they should have just taken it last Saturday as well and there's plenty of time in the season they could fit the fixtures in. But anyway, no, I think there's I think there's value. I think clubs, some clubs will use the va- will use this competition to blood younger players and give younger players an opportunity. Shamrock Rovers obviously have a squad of 67 players. That's some some need game time. So you'd imagine <laughs> that they will um they will they will get some game time to justify their contracts and the rest of it. But yeah, you're right. From the organisational point of view and the lack of prize money and the cost, you know, both Treaty and Cork City travel to Glen Torren. I don't believe there's any streams in the Northern ground. So so those games won't be streamed out in Northern Ireland anyway, from what I can gather. Um, they're certainly not on LOI TV this weekend anyway. Um, so, say Glen Torren Treaty isn't on LOI TV, whereas the, the games in the Republic are on LOI TV. So look... There's question marks about it. With geo, geo blocking there, I think that's uh, that's the problem there. I would think. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, why would the Northern Ireland grounds be set up for streaming? Like it, it would be hard to imagine that they are. So, 
but I think our game against Glentoran, the club records the games anyway. So I think there were there was some maybe a plan to put the whole game up on YouTube so people could watch it afterwards if they wish to. Um, sure. Look, I mean, who's going to be sad enough to sit down and watch a game two days after it was played? You know, I mean, who in their right mind would do stupid shit like that? Like you know. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, look, I disagree, okay. which I think there is value to it. I do. I think there is value to it. Yeah, I, no, I, I like it as well because they pulled out the shield oh, the year of COVID. So I think it's important what, to have another competition. Oh, friend, football friend. The two of you, you know, when, when did you become best friends? Look, it's on, for, it's on, it's on Saturday. Uh, yeah, look, again, middle of the leaving search, players going to be on holidays can't really predict who's going to start who's not going to start things like that as you said it could be a good opportunity to blood some players through can we just can we go now yeah i think you've had enough i have a serious flatulence problem and i think oh. i need to please it's disgusting like so i, I need to go <laughs> oh lord thank it's just thank it's, i'm sorry it's again for that's, him that's some everyone way, yeah that's, that's some way to end the podcast like I have no. to go because I have um, Predictions the there for uh, Saturday, Eileen? 1 0 City. Decky. Cork City 2, Dunleary Rathdown 1. 8 all. There you go. That's mine. Um, right. That's, that's, why, that's it. That's why, Adios, that's, why, that's why you have the flat. That's why you have the flatulence problem. You wait all. <laughs> hey, bottom hey, bumps. Boom. Adios, amigos. Adios. Adios. The other three amigos podcast with Damien Sreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast.